Hi, and welcome to the Practical Ascension Podcast. I'm your Practical Ascension Guide, Tracy Goody, and welcome to this Catalyst Podcast Series. Recently, I have contributed to a collaborative project. It's a multimedia magazine called Catalyst. So in this 2023 issue, we focused on awakening your inner change creator. This magazine is for you if you identify as someone who is here to persevere and really create change to connect into your soul truth and make things better. In this magazine, I am joined by 12 co-creators, all of whom are anchored in their soul truth and mission in their own way. Really, really powerful contributors. So in this series, I will be interviewing some of these fellow contributors so that you can get to know them and get a vibe for their brilliance that they bring to the world and to this project. You can get your copy of Catalyst Magazine at the link in the show notes below. Today, I'm joined by Jennifer Redden. Jennifer is a multidimensional mentor and a quantum leadership guide who has forged her own unique way to success by guiding conscious female executives, directors, and industry leaders to awaken their leadership uniqueness so that they can make the impact that they are meant to make in this lifetime with integrity, clarity, and coherence. Her leading edge whole being approach focuses on embracing both the seen and unseen to increase the capacity of her client's atomic structures. After a 17-year career as a respiratory therapist, the breath strongly influences Jennifer's work in supporting her clients to master their own unique energetics and build a harmonious infrastructure. Jennifer is passionate about supporting conscious leaders in discovering their unique way of building a legacy of love with effortless ease. So welcome Jennifer to the Practical Ascension podcast. I'm thrilled to connect with you. We've been speaking for a few moments before we've started the official interview here and you are just such an amazing energy. So I'm really excited to see what you share. So welcome to the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me, Tracy. This is awesome. I'm glad to I'm glad to be here. I'm glad we were able to connect through other people. <laughs> yes. it's And that's, that's like one of the things. And I know um, uh, I'm going to be speaking to Polly about this as well, where we're looking at the energy of like collaboration, the future of business. And to me personally, it just feels so good. That's one of the reasons I'm really loving these inter- this interview series is it feels so good to connect with new people that are on the same energetic trajectory of like wanting to to shift things, wanting to bring in the new. So I know that your specific area of uh, genius, your area of expertise is really in working with leadership. So I want to ask first, what brought you, and and, I mean, I'm sure this can go pretty broad, but what (laughs) brought you into this space of really being drawn to work with uh, people in leadership? So um, before I started my business, I was a manager. uh, I was in middle management. And um, I remember being in that position and I remember needing mentorship, guidance. And I didn't always need to be told the answers. I needed someone to offer that space for me to explore what really resonated with me and support me through trusting myself, making those decisions. 
And as somebody who is very uniquely designed in to lead um, in this lifetime, I always have been. I remember as a child having, um, I remember as a child, I would play uh, teacher, right? Pretend teacher. <laughs> yes, I would do that too. Yeah. And <laughs> I remember, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I remember always, I remember at that time I was, I would play the like principal or the head person. <laughs> yeah. And I always remember thinking change is coming and I'm here to lead this change. As a child, I had that, yeah. that, that calling. And so now I consider myself the person that's here to lead leaders. Yes. They can stand in their uniqueness so they can shine their brilliance and really bring that wholeness of who they are. And that is what is being called of us right now. All of us, Mm -hmm. every single leader is to be in your uniqueness, own your uniqueness, own your gifts, master your own energetics so you can stand powerfully and articulate because it's not just enough that we know we have to be able to articulate mm. all of that um and to know what your special gifts are right you know we all have special sensitivities we all have abilities to see into the invisible world um and owning those so we can again speak to them and nourish ourselves and bring that all into wholeness so that's why I do what I do. So love it. People can stand in that unique aspect of who they are. And do you find like that is like when you're working with people, is that like, is it a a bit of like a revelation or a surprise for them whenever they are reconnecting to like a deeper aspect of who they are? Just the way you said it, like, you know, connecting to the unseen and their own unique way of of working with people, working with energy, their own gifts, what type of, um, you know, responses uh, do you get from people as that's awakening? It is, there's usually two stages to it, right? There's that like, oh, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. And then as it settles into, I, I work with the atomic structures with the, within the, the DNA. Yep. And so the more it settles into those atomic structures, the more it settles into their DNA, then it's like, oh. Then feel it. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. So at first it's a revelation. It's this, oh, all of that makes really good sense. I can I can feel that this resonates. And then there's the stage of like, it's landed. It's mm-hmm. in the body. It's they're like, oh, I'm completely into my wholeness again, right? Yeah. There's no separation. There's no disjointedness, disconnection. It's all right there. Yeah. And then they're able to move through their life with so much more ease and clear. Mm-hmm. So, and they, when they, we work together, they learn their unique sequence of honoring all of those pieces and parts of them, which is extremely important. So yeah. It's, it's, it's not, sorry, keep going. No, 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 go ahead. I, it sounds like they're, they are a lot more stabilized as well. Like that. And that's something that I noticed as well when people are reconnecting into who they really are, which is an aspect of what I do just on the spiritual side, a little different, but just there's so much more stability there. So much more of a like capacity almost to like expand and explore and just kind of like be 
So I love that you brought that up. And I love the way you, um, that you showed it really, it, it gets in the mental energy. And then that's one thing. And like, that's neat. That's cool. But it, whenever it goes down into the body and then they're actually able to feel it and express it, then it's like a whole other experience for them. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's like game over starting fresh, right? Like yeah. new life, right? Yeah. <laughs> like Here we go. And exactly. So, yeah, it is. It's, it's extremely important. And I want to, I want to say something, cause you mentioned the word capacity mm. and I, that is a big world. That is a big word in my world is capacity. Cause everything is capacity. Yes. And when we think about separation, we think about disjointedness, disconnected, um, all of those things, it is actually a lack of capacity mm. because what we have done is through our lives, our atomic structures, and it's our atomic structures that live in our visible, right? It's what makes us um, physical and like we can't move through us. And then it's they also exist in the invisible. So that's why it's so important to have that understanding of we want to work within both realms. Yes. And so when oh, I'm we, so with you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so when we think about capacity, it's our atomic structures that create that capacity. Mm -hmm. And so years and years of living, right? So we think about burnout. I don't know a single person on earth today that doesn't, hasn't experienced some level of burnout and probably mm -hmm. multiple stages of burnout, right? Mm -hmm. And which is trauma-based, all of, you know, all of that um, good juicy stuff that we could dive down a rabbit hole <laughs> Um, it fills up our atomic structures, right? It decreases our capacity. So then what happens is our atomic structures become so condensed, so combined that the electrons can't vibrate, right? So our electrons are the things that make us enlightened, that mm. enable us to become enlightened because mm -hmm. we absorb the light from the frequency of the electrons. Mm -hmm. So when our atomic structures are at max capacity, they can't take on anymore. They can't hold anymore because they're filled with all of this other gradu. Um, I like to call it old cake. Mm. Um, we have to clean all of that out. We have to let it bubble to the surface. Yeah. And that's how you increase your capacity is letting it all come up, cleaning it all out. And then you start to vibrate higher, right? Your electrons actually have space. They're like, Oh, Oh wait, you mean I can actually move now? Yeah. And then you start to move and you start to become enlightened. You raise your consciousness, consciousness, you raise your vibration. So capacity is literally everything. And we need our capacity. We have to have capacity if we want to create change. And so that's another aspect of what I refer to in my world is your harmonious infrastructure. Um, it's realigning, it's rewiring it's cleaning it all up it's creating that capacity within you to hold more of your highest essence mm. and the way you're describing it too like i can really see it uh like in a practical way where you're letting go of those densities like you said like it's so densely compacted and then as you are letting it bubble up to the surface lightness like it just it just makes so much sense, <laughs> right? You're like, I don't have to hold yeah. this anymore. I can let it go. It's, it's as much as I despise the word, it no longer serves or phrase. No, it no longer serves me. It is true. Like, yeah, yeah. You don't need to, 
you don't need to hold on to it anymore. You're done with that. So. Yeah. I've been working on the vibe recently of that is me. That's not me. That is me. That's not me. I and just that. like, just in a really like chill way. Oh, that's not me. Bye. Like it doesn't, doesn't need to be there. <laughs> Um, the next thing I want to kind of look at, so, so you're working with leadership, you're working with this, you know, working down on that DNA level, working on the energetic level and the physical level, bringing those together, which again, practical ascension, I'm right on board with you. That's what I'm all about. Um, now as we're looking at leadership and I've talked about this as I interviewed other people around, you know, the shift in business, the shift in energetics, um, how things are moving, what are you noticing in kind of that uh, breakdown of the old way of looking at leadership and then the welcoming in of this new leadership that we are being invited into that really carries more of that energy of enlightenment to it? So what are you seeing as that that journey from the old breakdown leadership, that old, you know, distorted masculine leadership over into what we're moving into? Um. So I see how we how we operate as individuals is very real also in the collective. So yes. what's, what's currently happening on the collective level is what's happening for a lot of people, right? So many people are, we're all of these old structures, these outdated ways of being, these outdated ways of leadership are bubbling to the surface. Why? Mm -hmm. Because we can't tolerate it anymore. Yeah. Why? Because it's keeping us separated, keeping us disconnected and disjointed, and it's keeping us from our wholeness. So that same thing is happening at the collective. And that's why we're like seeing all of these shifts. What I see is the main, and this is how I perceive my role in this, is that it's not that corporate is going to go away. It's that it has to be restructured. Yeah. And the people that will restructure it are the the people that step into this work. Mm -hmm. They're the ones who will come into the wholeness that will come into standing in their uniqueness and being able to articulate it from a place of love, not a like, I have to prove myself. I have to show you that I'm right. They come from it, from a standing in on their own pedestal of who they are. Yep. And then they create this ripple. Because mm -hmm. when we say that it's when you say that it's okay for you to be this way and you show that, then you're telling someone else it's okay that they get to be that way. They get to be in their wholeness. They get to honor all of their pieces and parts. And it creates a ripple yeah. slowly throughout. And that's how, that's how it's moving through. Mm -hmm. So we need more leaders, more, and I work, work with women. Mm -hmm. Um, so we need more executives, more of those women that are in senior management, um, the directors, the industry leaders to honor more of who they are, to yeah. do, to dive into this work, to clean up their atomic structures, to understand what their energetics are. Mm -hmm. And then they will create that ripple Yeah, and they'll, it'll, it'll happen. I say this all the time to my clients and in multiple aspects, you do not have to be the one to be like, I'm going to cut this person off or set these extreme boundaries. The moment you raise your vibration, the moment you stand in your power, those things fall away because they're no longer resonant. You don't have to work at it. And we tend to think like, well, if I change then I'm going to have to cut all of these people off, I promise you they will fall away. Yeah. Those patterns, those ways, all of that, 
will magically just disappear. And you're going to be like, wow, the path was made clear for me. It was because you're standing in your wholeness and you're vibrating higher. So there's not a resonance for those things to be in your life anymore. Mm, It is really creating that new like energetic reality for yourself, which then just shows up in your experienced reality. One thing that um, really flowed through as you're talking about that and putting yourself on a pedestal, pedestal is the idea that moving away from being full of yourself to being full of yourself. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like from that ego sense to that soul self, because you're just, you're embodying, you're embracing, you're loving yourself more and acting from that, from that zone of who you really are, that zone of genius, that zone of being like really tapped in and connected is what it feels like, as opposed to like, I don't know, there's like a a punching and a force energy to like that old way that is breaking away. And then, like you said, we need these change makers creating those ripples and then really moving into that. Like, like there feels like such a smooth um, transition to it. Like you said, the, all those things fall away. It's, it's so much less work maybe than on a mental level you might think it's going to be. Right. Yeah. And the moment you come out of that mental energy, mm-hmm. bring it into the body. Mm. That's where it all is. Yeah. It's not, we, we keep trying to use our minds to create change. Mm. That's not where change happens. Yeah. Change happens in your body, in your atomic structures. Yeah. And when we allow that mental energy to come in, when we allow ourselves to release the pressure, to release this idea that I have to prove that I'm worthy to be at the table or prove that I'm, that I am smart enough or any of the force things to happen. Mm. All of that is mental energy. Yeah. Um, And we create that you know, yes, we create that through our body. We create that through conditioning patterns, all of those patterns that we've been shown as successful. Yeah. Um, I say when we think about coming out of the hustle culture, right. The forcing got to make things happen. And we come into this place of, oh, well, I don't have to make anything happen. I get to, I get to be the change. And when I'm the change, things happen. That comes from having a new equation to success where Mm -hmm. you come into expansive coherence within yourself. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, then that creates, you create potent actions that then have a rippling effect that create a legacy. Mm -hmm. And when we try to take massive action all the time from a place of discoherence, or misalignment, right? As Abraham Hicks says, says there's no amount of action that can that can um, that can make up for misalignment. Mm, yes. So when we shift our focus to us being on a pedestal, us holding that pillar of light within us from the skies down all the way to the earth, mm-hmm. that's where the magic happens. Yeah. Oh, I love this. So beautiful. <laughs> Um, I'd love to know what flows through to you if you are being asked by a, by someone in a leadership position, who's, you know, 
very, very well opening to this work, expanding into it, what would be that first um, step? What would be that first shift or adjustment? What would you advise them uh, to look into or to do? Um, I'm going to give three things. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, so the first one is the breath. So mm-hmm. the work that I do with my clients is the quantum breath. Um, and so there's your breath is your divinity. It is your life force. It is the thing that can go into the, the places that you don't want to see when we allow it, when we invite it in, it'll go into those places. It'll allow that softening and allow the releasing of all the old stuff to come to the surface. So, um, I always, this is the first thing I do with all of my clients is we set up a schedule of breath check-ins where you're doing it three times a day. You're doing it for a minimum of five minutes, three to five minutes. And we make it simple because we, as much as we want to, you know, we're like, I'm going to go to the gym five days a week when we try to take on, right. It's, we got to keep it simple. It's got to be able to come into our lives and we got to show ourselves that it's possible when we keep it simple. Yeah. So creating that simple habit of like, I'm going to do this for five minutes. When I wake up, I'm going to do this for five minutes before I either walk into the building of work or um, before I start my work day. And then I'm going to do it five minutes when I get home from work, creating that space mm. where you get to come into coherence. So that's the first thing I always tell people you want to get started, start with your breath. Yeah. It's easy. It's with you all the time. You can practice it when you're in the grocery store line, you can practice it anywhere and everywhere. Yeah. You know, it requires nothing extra. So again, simplicity is key and we want to keep things simple. The second thing is, is I, um, I love micro commitments. Again, I'm all about simplicity. I'm all about having things being incorporated into your life. So micro commitments, creating those three things that you can do every day that allow you to acknowledge that I matter Mm. when I want matters. And when I take care of myself, things get to be easier. Um, that can be such a foreign, uh, concept. Like if you've not thought about it before, um, like that, that sounds simple and like easy. And that's one of those things, like, for example, gratitude where it's like, oh, it's fluffy. It's been done, but like, that's because it works. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, you also, so gratitude is a slippery slope in my opinion, because Mm. you really have to know why you're are you jumping to gratitude before you allowed yourself to come into neutrality? Of a gotcha. Situation? Yeah. 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 And a lot of times what I see people doing and why it doesn't work yeah. is because we just go, well, I, I'm, I'll share a personal example. I was in a car accident last, last week and I could have immediately been like, well, I'm really grateful for this situation. It's really showing me something. Yeah. <laughs> instead of, instead of being in the space of like, this really hurt. This is yeah. definitely showing acknowledgement. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and being with the situation as it is. So I yeah. think we have to be careful how we utilize gratitude. Yeah. And I think I lo- love using Ted Lasso as an example of this is that we try to 
coat everything in positivity and sprinkle in positivity and gratefulness yeah. when what is really being asked of us to embrace that part of us that is asking for love and acknowledgement yeah. in that moment before we game. jump into the gratitude piece. So yeah, exactly. Yes. Gratitude works. <laughs> uh, However, I don't want to say people don't be grat- grateful. <laughs> what I am saying is that look don't, at, no, don't just only be grat- grateful. Right. Really look <laughs> yeah. at the, the scenario that you're moving yourself through before you yeah. jump to that, that space. Yeah. So, um, so, it so yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so coming back to your, so your second point. <laughs> I knew I would go off on a tangent at some point. <laughs> um, so the third one is balance. And yes. I actually don't believe in balance. I believe in harmony. Mm-hmm. And we have this idea that there is work-life balance. And what we did, it's the same concept of church and state, science and religion, all of those things to keep us separated. There is only you. There is nothing else. There is only you. So you have to find that harmony within you first. And then that creates harmony in your external world. So quit looking for, I need to find this work-life balance. Um, There's only you. You are the only vibration. You are the only thing that's creating the reality. So it's not about finding balance. It's about how can you come back into harmony with yourself? Mm, I agree. And that, and that seems to be kind of a theme that I'm noticing as you're speaking is it's less about like the mechanical way of like business and living and, and thinking about all of that really strict uh, structured and moving a lot more into that flow into recognizing that you're not a machine, which a lot of people are realizing now that they're not machines, which is great. Um, (laughs) And what does that mean? What do I need to care for myself and to actually embody all of these aspects of myself? So that's it's a really beautiful uh, transition. Um, I am really enjoying this conversation. Uh, I can see how you are just a perfect fit for this podcast. So that's great. Um, I'd love to know uh, where can people connect with you? Where can they find you online? What would be the next steps if somebody wanted to reach out to you? So there's, there's, you can connect with me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, My handle is it's Jen Redden with two N's. Um, That's one place. The other place is LinkedIn. I have a, I have a presence on there. It's Jennifer Redden on LinkedIn. And um, you and I collaborated on the magazine catalyst together. So I'm sure you're going to put that link in the, uh, the show notes. So that is another way to tap into more of the work that I do um, and that you do. And uh, then also you can always schedule a call with me. So you can message me through any of the social media platforms um, or schedule a call. Um, I love connecting with people. I love helping and guiding people. It's my nature. <laughs> so, um, uh, the calls are, they're no pressure. It's a coherence and clarity call. Um, you'll come into a little bit more coherence on the call and you'll gain a little bit more clarity on, on what your next steps are for you to, you know, create more wholeness and standing in your leadership uniqueness. So, um, I love those calls. They're so much fun. Beautiful. I love that. Yes. And (laughs) I definitely encourage people uh, to reach out to and definitely check out Catalyst, uh, your article, their unique leadership. Was that 
I believe. Unique leaders. Unique mm-hmm. leaders. Yes, that's what it was. Brilliant as always. It'll uh, click right in with what you've just heard on the podcast. So that's great. All right. Well, Jennifer, I thank you so, so much for joining me today. Thank you, Tracy. This was awesome. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Get more details about today's guest and get your copy of Catalyst Magazine at the link in the show notes below.